Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Time now to turn our attention to China. Check out some of the headlines coming out of there. Uh, starters, uh, for starters, we've got the upcoming Communist Party of China Congress. And analysts also talking about how China and the U.S. Uh, should reopen dialogue over the Taiwan issue. But that conversation should take place discreetly. Mm, what does that mean? Let's get some analysis on uh, these headlines and more. From Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Good morning, Dr. O. Very good morning to all of you. We are ramping up towards the Communist Party of China or the CPC Congress that's set to happen between October 16th and October 18th. I suppose in the lead up to it, Dr. O, what are we expecting before this uh, Congress happens? Well, ramping up is uh, indeed the key term to uh, use. Uh, You will see security being tightened up uh, in and around Beijing as uh, approximately 2,000 party delegates would make their way to uh, Beijing to attend this uh, Communist Party uh, Congress that is uh, supposed to lay out uh, the plans for the next few years and, and so on. And of course, well, you want to make sure it would not have uh, any sort of coronavirus infection, right? So there'll be a period of uh, quarantine and and so on. So the quarantine and the security would make Beijing a rather solemn city for the next uh, few weeks here. Mm -hmm. What sort of topics are we expecting to be discussed at this meeting? I I suppose uh, China's COVID policy, perhaps uh, President Xi Jinping's position as well? Well, the most important question is indeed uh, Xi Jinping's uh, position, whether he would uh, continue for at least another five years as as the general secretary of the party. All likelihood uh, would point towards uh, that uh, direction. So there will be other uh, political matters, uh, mostly personnel matters, uh, who is going to be slated to become the next uh, premier or prime minister. Uh, as well as uh, the uh, seven-person so-called standing mm. committee of uh, the Communist Party. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, and of course, uh, this sort of uh, economic revival, uh, yeah. it's also uh, on the agenda. Yeah. How long do you think they'll, they'll continue to put off a proper discussion on the presidency's succession plan? Well, I think that would continue for quite some time. I think mm. five years from now, we are likely to revisit uh, <laughs> the same question. Yeah. All right, we'll see yeah. in five years. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken sent the uh, customary congratulatory message on uh, China's National Day. What are we hearing out of China so far? I mean, this is pretty standard practice. Does Beijing feel that perhaps it could help lighten the mood between the two countries? Well, customary is indeed uh, the key term here, namely every uh, year uh, on the 1st of uh, October, it's traditional Mm. for the U.S. Secretary of State to send such a, sometimes a recorded message, uh, sometimes uh, a written message, by indeed congratulating China. So, I mean, coming at this particular juncture, as the uh, relationship between China and U.S. Uh, being tense, uh, of course, it would give the impression that it could lighten up the, the atmosphere a little bit. Yeah. But I think it's just a standard practice. I, don't, I wouldn't put 
too much uh, store on it here. Mm. Uh, there is the issue with regard to Taiwan, and apparently some analysts have suggested that China and the US reopen dialogue over the Taiwan issue, but that conversation should take place discreetly. I don't know, I kind of like the idea, but is it even possible to have uh, discreet conversations like that? Especially, they're probably going to involve high-profile politicians, right? Well, even at the verse of uh, Sino-US uh, relations, uh, there will always be these so-called back channels, right? Namely, for example, senior former officials of both countries talking to each other uh, sort of below the radar and uh, try to iron out some of the differences and so on. Remember the Kissinger going to China in yeah. 1971 and yeah. so on? So there will always be this sort of bad channels uh, going on. But how do you then, in a sense, match the core interests of both parties, of both countries? Mm. I think that still remains a big challenge here. Mm. Uh, Dr. O, from your observation, uh, as a bit of a political observer, and, and this is perhaps an opinion question as well, are we at a place where US and China relations, because of this Taiwan issue, is sort of getting worse? It's, it kind of feels that that's the impression, but what is your professional thoughts on this? No, I think the US-China relations is much more comprehensive than just the Taiwan issue. Mm-hmm. Taiwan issue is brought to the fore because, well, on the one hand, China considers it to be the core interest to reunify with Taiwan as soon as possible. The U.S., on the other hand, would uh, appear to like to keep the status quo. So, and, and then, uh, you know, with all these uh, Nancy Pelosi visits and, and so on, it's yeah. sort of been brought to the front stage. But, well, let us not forget uh, there are a lot of trading and investments uh, ongoing between U.S. and and China. Mm. So it's not as clear-cut as we would like it, uh, as we will see it here. Mm, A bit more complex. Uh, uh, Speaking of of complex, uh, Dr. I suppose then uh, the G20 summit in November... President Xi and President Biden are going to be there. The odds of them, I mean, there's been talk that they're going to sit down and talk, but the, the odds of this issue coming up? Well, they are bound to sit down and talk, right? Otherwise, yeah. uh, it would look very strange for the two of them to have uh, <laughs> sort of never met after after uh, Biden becomes uh, or became president, right? Mm-hmm. And Taiwan issue, of course, uh, come up to, uh, to the table, but I think it'll be just the two of them reiterating their respective positions on Taiwan. The real talks, I think, as yeah. you mentioned just now, will be done by the back channels. Yeah, yeah we often forget how much work uh, gets done below the rank of uh, the world leader, right? Or the country's mm-hmm. leader. Dr. Oh, um, let's talk a little bit on the business front. Chinese smartphone maker mm-hmm. Xiaomi Corp has come out to say they're disappointed with an Indian order that froze $682 million US dollars of its assets. What exactly happened here? Well, apparently Xiaomi has been paying, you know, all these intellectual property uh, royalty payments to one of its, uh, I think it's either its chip or, or some sort of font component makers, okay. Okay. the U.S. company Qualcomm. Mm. And uh, by doing so, it, uh, well, at least uh, the Indian authorities felt that uh, certain Indian foreign currency rules has been uh, violated and therefore it is uh, fining Xiaomi, or at least freezing its uh, assets. Uh, but apparently both Xiaomi and, 
And Qualcomm, who is a recipient of these uh, payments, uh, they don't feel very happy about this year. Mm, so I guess that means that they have to look at protecting their interests. So what are we expecting them in terms of follow-up action? I think at this point it's really unclear. But mm. uh, I mean, countries such as India, they will have to think about this uh, carefully. If they were to really attract foreign investments and, and so on, then... Uh, you know, this sort of, I don't know, I think it will be quite outdated. The foreign currency control rules would have to be uh, updated. Otherwise, you, at least in this case, you would not have uh, investors coming from both China and the U.S., right? So mm-hmm. with, with such a strict uh, foreign currency control. All right, all right. Quite a bit at stake for, for Xiaomi in that sense. Mm. All right. Uh, I've been speaking with uh, Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, as always, I appreciate your time. You take care and have a great day ahead. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.